Folks, we've got another great show. Uh, we've got some footage now that is freaking mind blowing. I mean, uh, it was just sent to me, and I have several other photos that came along with the project. And so, WikiLeaks is doing some major dumps, and uh, I'm kind of trying to shy away from the uh, not talk about that. I know a lot of people have questions about that. We cover that all in the newsletter, and it's also in several other places as well. So. Uh, we talk about that on other shows and, and be sure to check out uh, Rumble and all the other Telegram and all the other uh, places the show's on, Odyssey, VMO, everything. So uh, sometimes we have to kind of censor ourselves a little bit just to keep this channel going. Uh, but we do cover these issues on the other on the other ones. So it's really important to uh, um, this is really important information. But, you know, people are demonstrating around the world. There's massive gatherings and people are saying enough's enough. But uh, I don't want to go there today. So I want to talk about something a little different. And uh, I've got a, uh, a newsletter we just put out. But I, I felt it's really important to read this. Uh, just it kind of ties into what's happening and just all the, the censorship and all the other nonsense. But the title of this is Social Engineering and the Controlled Narrative because the narrative is so controlled. The mainstream media, the the social media, everything has, has controlled the narrative so much that people, your whole foundation is, is skewed. It's off. And so I wanted to cover this um, during the, the freezing wet weather uh, you know, I spend a lot of time indoors watching UFO documentaries, you know, NASA, Never Straight Answer, Moon and Mars mission documentaries. And we've had 70 years of censorship and cover up, you know, social engineering at its best with experts that are either completely ignorant or deceptive when it comes to UFOs, the moon and Mars, as well as, uh, you know, this includes other dimensions. It's It's just unbelievable watching these documentaries. I, I go, seriously, I go, you guys, do you really believe this or, or, uh, you know, or, or this is what you think? I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, when you have the personal knowledge that UFOs are real, ours and theirs, the knowledge of the multitude of civilizations that have been coming and going for the past, you know, 500,000 years, setting up colonies and building megalithic structures, when you know their cultures and some of the off-world visitors personally by name, this all becomes a very bad joke. And when they we're looking for life on the moon and Mars, they fail to mention we share colonies on the moon and Mars with other ET races since the 60s. And I know this sounds crazy, but we'll cover this. Um, this has been part of the secret space program joined by the Earth Alliance and the Federation of Worlds. 
So do some research on that. Look up the secret space program, you know, and all the other things. So I want you to think about this. Next time they show you a NASA blue space rover uh, decal that looks red, you know, due to the red filters, most likely they filmed it in the Nevada desert. You know, they can't show the blue because people would go, wait, if the sky is blue, it's either filmed on Earth or there's oxygen and water on Mars. The moon landing was filmed in the Nevada desert, and NASA is nothing more than window dressing to cover up for extreme technology held from the public, mainly with Lockheed Skunk Works, Area 51, Groom Lake, and other sites above and below 51, like Utah's Area 52, where the really cool stuff is hidden. You know, Alaska and Pine Gap, Australia are other major lawn sites out of sight from most of the people. Now, most of these facilities have massive underground complexes known as DUMS, deep underground military bunkers. For those who believe there's no hanky-panky, WikiLeaks just released the filming in the Nevada desert on the moon landing, finally putting an end to the conspiracy, which is now fact. So, uh, Doug, can we play that video? Use the second marker there. Love you, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a hell of a time not to. That's right. We're yeah. in a little deep now, but right. let me tell you. Uh -huh. We're rolling. Marker? Yeah. Right now, Jim, that was better. Forget it. Like that. Why isn't the beauty of this place is just absolutely incredible. That's another spectacular view. The pilot who missed the crater. Watch out. Watch out, John. Ready? And action. Let's say it's the other one to print. I think that's awfully good. Let me use clapsticks on this one. Be a mic tap hit. All right, we also have a slide we want to show you about the moon. We've got a, a ship coming in to the moon. And, you know, a, a picture is worth a thousand words. So, you know, the moon is not what you think it is. It's hollow and uh, it's a massive base. It was brought here some time ago. And uh, so can we see if we can play that slide? Can we show that picture? There we go. So here we have a, this is from Russia with love. And uh, they sent us a nice uh, photograph of a ship actually entering into the moon base. And then it covers back up again. So, you know, people seeing this are probably getting pretty pissed off right now. And, you know, don't get pissed off. It's just, you know, wake up and get even. That's what I always say. The, the uh, you know, people are following orders. They're doing what they were told to do. 
Uh, they really didn't have a choice in the situation. But I think now is the time for a lot of these astronauts to come out. Any anyone that are live and the people working on these sets and talk about it. So uh, I mean, because it's right there. You can see. You know, it's. Shit. Uh, what did I do? Okay. We got a problem here. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. Okay, we're back. I had a little, I was trying to bring up the uh, rest of the information. All right, we're back. Um, we had a little flaw here, <laughs> a little glitch in our system. But, uh, but anyway, you know, there have been off-world civilizations coming and going since Terra, what they call Earth, became solid after a hot, gaseous ball, plasma ball ejected from the sun. So it found a cradle orbit and began cooling, gathering mass from, you know, other stars, other debris and water. And and that's how the Earth came into being. So people ask me about the flat Earth theory. Um, well, that kind of messes that one up. So uh, anyway, there were ancient technologically advanced civilizations flying by Earth before it solidified, saying one day that's going to be a beautiful planet. You know, so. So there was extreme technology before the Earth even became solidified. So we've been so socially engineered by the controlled narrative, most can't even conceive of this. The lies have gone on for so long, the liars believe their own lies. And they, they, scientists, you know, they think they're scientific facts. And the recycled ignorance is factual. Uh, it's not. It's just recycled ignorance played over and over until people believe it. So... All you have to do is apply a little critical thinking and research to see the controlled narrative for what it is, a massive ongoing deception. So once, um, you know, once realized the admiration for the experts will fade rapidly as it should. And just as there is a disclosure movement, there's always been firmly in place a non-disclosure movement. It's time to get the anti-disclosure posers out of disclosure. <laughs> and it's, it's ripe, you know, the field is ripe with that. So uh, now here's the other experts. I love what they say. The experts say over 80% can be explained as natural or known objects, the sightings. And actually it's the other way around, you know, and all it takes is one to be authentic, to blow their theories about distance being too great. And the earth being the only life supporting planet in this galaxy, let alone other dimensions. So there are tens of thousands of sightings a year by credible witnesses, pictures, and videos. There are the integrity and morally challenged shills injecting CGI into the mix as well to distract from the truth. Disclosure is coming, and it'll come from the skies, and there will be a lot of people with egg on their faces in the end. It's already underway. So when you see the American flag waving in the wind on the moon, where there is no wind, and the studio lighting fall from the sky, the Stanley Kubrick edition, you might want to ask yourself, just where was this filmed? If they lied about this, what else did they lie about? We're not going to say we did not go to the moon with archaic, risky technology and a massive operation to hide the fact that we already have anti-countergravity, fuelless energy, and never needed the firecrackers they call rockets. Many deadly launches and reentries could have been avoided. We are saying we have been on the moon and Mars before the Apollo, and this is all window dressing to hide the dark NASA and Lockheed skunk projects, the missing trillions of dollars, and, and uh, keep people in the dark and keep the money flowing. Now, Ben Rich of Lockheed, and uh, he was born in 1925, and he was talking about the Roswell technology 
that we gleaned from the Roswell crash and other crashes as well. And uh, and so he, he made a statement. And he And this guy's the head of Lockheed. He said, we already have the means to travel among the stars, but these technologies are locked up in black projects. It would take an act of God to ever get them out to benefit humanity. Anything you can imagine, we already know how to do. We now have the technology to take ET home. He must be talking about Zeta Reticuli because that's the ones that they're that they had at the Roswell crash. And so, so no, he also said no. It won't take someone's lifetime to do it. There's an error in the equations. We know what it is. We now have the capability to travel the stars. And so my big question was Space Force an attempt to make these technologies available? If successful, we would take a quantum leap in evolution. Did the controllers put a hold on it? They did. You know, so now we're right back to the old paradigm. Anyway, the whistleblowers involved in the secret space fleet have verified this along with 20 and back programs saying we've been going back and forth to the moon and Mars colonies since the late 60s. So what have we created since then? And are we limited to our solar system? Not according to the whistleblowers. So when you see the experts trying to figure out if UFOs exist, they are neither experts and most likely deceptive, morally challenged, compromised individuals participating in the controlled narrative, either willingly or in ignorance, one or the other. There's no other uh, category to put them in. You know, there's censoring technologies that result in a quantum leap in evolution for humanity and the earth. It restore our environment. You know, this includes healing technologies, med beds, frequency healing technologies that would seem like magic, technologies that could regrow limbs, regenerate organs, restoring our DNA, aligning with the undistorted divine pr- blueprint in the etheric body. So your DNA is just the hard copy of, of another pattern that's in your etheric body. And that's how you reestablish your DNA is by reconnecting with the etheric body. A little hint there when you get the, so your whole and healthy, perfect self is what they call it. It's in your etheric body. So think about this when you see veterans missing limbs and children in the cancer wards, needlessly suffering, loved ones whose pain, suffering and death could have been avoided. You know, what kind of people would keep this hidden? I want you to really think about this. This is, this is a real eye opener. You know, it's uh, pay attention to the world around you and who's running it. So it's time to stop the deception, the controlled narrative, hold the agencies and experts accountable, including the film industries for promoting the lies. And he said he we've demonstrated contact for over 36 years. We have close relationships with spiritually and technologically advanced off-world visitors. This includes ultra-dimensionals. This has been documented with photographs, videos, and giving redundantly the exact time and location the ships would appear. We have photos and videos of ships appearing in every size, shape, and color. These are treetop levels, some flying through the trees with over 200 eyewitnesses watching them power up and display. Clearly, they are not satellites or any other known man-made objects as you know, proven by using their own data. It's not swamp gas, but you know, these are not satellites. You know, we used to use J Tracker, but it's down. But now we use Heavens Above, and we know what's flying up there. We know about the space station and Evastat and all the other ones. And we also know about Starlink. And we were filming 36 ships at a time before they even launched Starlink. So, uh, you know, we can't use that one to just miss it. So we've got massive motherships and them landing and 
interacting with us on the ground, you know, using lasers and other technologies. So we also have extremely censored knowledge of the real history of Earth, which is a succession of colonies established by off-world beings, which had to start over as primitives due to pole shifts, great floods, in-house wars with extreme technologies and other natural disasters. Uh, you know, they, they found out they're getting these ancient tablets and they're finding out that the Egyptian culture actually came from another place. It, it was mainly the Atlanteans that went underwater. You know, they all their other major cities and megalithic uh, structures all went underwater and they had to move and rebuild again. So, so uh, there was major civilizations before the Egyptian dynasties. So look into that. You can do research on that. But, you know, you know, the origin of the bearded gods and goddesses mentioned on temple walls and ancient texts and clay tablets, as well as many religions, you know, are from this experience. They ruled for um, thousands of years as documented by the reign of the Sumerian kings. So some of these kings ruled for thousands of years. You know, they didn't die in 100 years. And we just have a lady in Pakistan, I guess, that went 200 and something years old, uh, just had a birthday, I think. But, uh, you know, what? in ancient times, they said we used to live to be 800 years old. So anyway, there's a major fall there. But uh, these, these uh, beings, they interacted with Earth humanity to create the demigods. So what we call the gods with the little g, uh, interbred with earth humanity and created the demigods, half God, half human. And this does not eliminate God, creator, great spirit. It only adds to the magnificence of creation and the creator. So uh, we need to get away from that. You know, this isn't blasphemy. This is actually just giving you the bigger picture. So it's time to question how big is your God and how limited is your perception and description? You know, is God the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness and all planes and dimensions throughout the multiverse? You know, is it the creator, the supreme intelligence within all creation, the unified field in which we all exist? Do other advanced civilizations exist in this unified field, having more access to the knowledge and power? You know, is God the cosmic lead, the love, that the ultimate power in the universe that holds everything together? Or is it a little old man with a laptop taking notes with a lightning bolt waiting to punish the wicked? You know, if so, you know, and I always ask that question. If so, did God have a mother? You know, uh, you know, so in ancient times the you know, God was feminine, you know, the goddess, she birthed all creation, all life, everything was connected, one big happy family. And, uh, so anyway, acting outside of universal law punishes the wicked. It's by their own hand. It's called action, reaction, or karma. So we keep our own books and we punish ourselves. And, and, by our, and we also create realities due to our attitudes, emotions, and beliefs in the world in which we live. So we magnetize people and events to us according to our consciousness. And we need to realize that and start being a little more responsible. And I tell you, personal responsibility is the key to ascension. It's one of the major keys, uh, forgiveness and personal responsibility. So anyway, back to censorship. A good example of the censorship, uh, sorry, a good example of the censorship was with the ancient aliens. I'm going to bring this up again because they really need to be shown for what they are. One would think they'd be extremely interested. You know, all this information of our ancient past was given. Ships appeared exactly when and where. John Vivanco, Peter Slattery, and myself receiving guidance independently told them ahead of time. 
you know, pre-knowledge. They had pre-knowledge of, of when the ship would come. Guess what? They missed it. They missed all of it. Anyway, despite the fact, you know, the episode was filmed at East City Ranch, all of this was censored. You know, cut. All you saw was me. You know, it was all you saw of me was my hand grabbing for a camera. That was it. Even though it was filmed at East City Ranch, you know, with a 36-year-old history of, of contact. So the bottom line is you can't depend on Hollywood or the UFO community to give you the truth. That was never their goal. They are a controlled narrative. And, you know, it's all about promotion, selling episodes and tickets while staying within the accepted guidelines, within the controlled narrative. Then they can continue. Step out of the narrative and you you can watch. And I know people that put out some amazing videos. One in particular uh is multidimensional with Peter Slattery. Awesome, has everything on it. We're going to post uh, the uncontrolled narrative and and uh, contact has begun too. And he said he down under on our side as well. All of these have undeniable footage of both metallic ships, light ships, and light beings. I mean, higher dimensional beings appearing. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's over. <laughs> you know, the it's. You know, it's already been disclosed. People just need to do the research and pay attention. So anyway, many of the most well-known publicized people in the field or keynote speakers got there by staying within the controlled narrative. If you bear outside the controlled narrative, you'll be blackballed, censored, and pushed aside, not to mention, you know, constant character assassinations by the morally and integrally challenged narcissists lacking in character, you know, and uh, running the show. If they cannot assassinate your character, the next level, you know, in the past was deadly force. And luckily, they aren't resorting to deadly force anymore. Although I have had quite a few attempts, you know, on, you know, during during my sojourn here. So anyway, this is the reason spiritually and technologically advanced off-worlders have not made contact with the masses. It's also the reason low-level contacts of ill intent have influenced and inf- infiltrated Many of our government agencies, mainstream and social media, and a vast social engineering program based on disinformation, lies, and deceptions. And, uh, you know, we're seeing this right now. I, one of the whole reasons behind, I think, uh, this, this, this thing that's going on right now is just to show us how, how socially engineered we are, you know, how evil the leadership is on this planet and it's time for us to take our power back. Basically, I think, you know, it, it had to play out because people just wouldn't get off their butt and, uh, and take care of business. But anyway, the spiritually and technologically advanced off worlders are looking for intelligent life of strong moral character. Contact will happen when leadership unifies and are of strong moral character in service to the people. These are leaders that display Oh, there are leaders that display these characteristics. They will be the first to be contacted. Some already have been, and they are coming out. You know, we've got some, you know, the uh, head of the defense, <laughs> uh, Canadian defense minister, uh, Paul Hillier was one of them. He came out. Um, a lot of others, a lot of, I think Russia is going to come out and disclose a lot, and Japan will too. And pretty soon they just can't hide any of this anymore. Uh, China's also... Uh, got a lot of stuff that uh, they might start letting out. But why is America last, the land of the free? 
you know, we're all truth and justice in the American way, you know. Why are we the last to bring this out? You might want to think about that. So anyway, this is going to break the camel's back concerning disclosure when they come forward. Some already have come forward. We cannot depend on governments, Hollywood, even the UFO community for contact. We have to do our own research, rise to the occasion, initiate our own contact. Now, when you initiate contact, qualify the contact. Allow only spiritually and technologically advanced off-worlders in service to the creator within all creation. Know that just because you're dead does not mean you're enlightened. And just because you're an ET does not mean you're benevolent. You know, um, there are many in air looking... There's many in air working with malevolent beings of ill intent by their fruits, their lifestyles offstage, how they treat others and the name dropping associations. You'll know them, you know, narcissism, arrogance and service to self, you know, are their displayed qualities. So, you know, just pay attention, do your research. You know, not everybody's who they say they are. There's a thing called planned opposition and they're in place to do that. They've been put in place to shake their hand and curse out the government, but their backhand, they're taking the checks and they're fully aligned with the government. So anyway, uh, that's why disclosure is stalled, you know, for so many years. Anyway, the Earth has a long history of interaction with benevolent and malevolent beings. The idea that all ETs are benevolent is extremely irresponsible and historically incorrect. You know, discernment is necessary in the physical and non-physical worlds. There have been planetary liberation forces removing the malevolent ETs. This is almost complete with other than, you know, regenerate hybrids, which are a little more complicated, yet they're not frequency specific to the planetary awakening and healing process. I wanted to cover this. There are some regenerate hybrids that are kind of reptilian human or could be gray human. And uh, they're still in place and they still are playing around with some pretty crazy technologies, uh, radionics and psychotronics and things like that and they're in the process of being cleaned up so we're not done yet folks most of the negative ets have been removed uh might be a couple left here and there in pockets but uh we still have to clear out the hybrids you know that's something that's in process so some call you know some call these people the controllers you know you'll know them by their lack of empathy and compassion and they also have a disdain for earth humanity you know i know some of them that that say we have to depopulate the planet and they they make it very clear and i say and when they said that i said well how about you first and they said no we're too important and i said no you're not <laughs> you know so uh so anyway just watch they follow the same guidelines as the illuminati they have the same beliefs and they're arm in arm with the illuminati and unfortunately they're in the ufo community so pay attention to that you know there are safeguards to contact and working with benevolent beings you know in service to humanity earth the mind in which you seek is the mind in which you connect or contact. So know the difference between clever and wise. Apply universal law. Hold your leaders accountable for straying outside of universal law for personal power and gain. What is, you know, people ask, what is universal law? You know, basically it's universal peace, brother, sister, love, individual freedom and prosperity for all. Unity consciousness and coming from the heart in service to humanity and the earth. You know, you know, the next generations, you know, we have to take care of the next generations, you know, that's the path. So I love this saying, there's an old Cherokee saying, if it isn't good for everyone, it isn't good. And basically that's, that's all you need to know. You know, you don't need to, to know any, anything else. I mean, that's it, you know, so, um, 
we've got some time left. Look, luckily, I've made it to the half half mark on the show. And a lot of people have asked questions. And so we are going to do the question and answer, you know, part of the show. And so. Okay. Uh, hey, James, can you identify the races within Mount Adams? Any descendants from Mu or Atlantis? Okay, Marie, my lovely assistant here is reading the <laughs> reading the questions. Uh, yeah, you know, the inner earth beings uh, are under Mount Adams and several other. They're in the Tetons and several other places. Um, they There's a whole myriad of races down there. What we would mythologically call like elves and fairies are, are down there. They have some very tall beings. They have some beings that are kind of non-physical. They, they, they phase in and out. Um, they're, they're, they're more of a magnetized light body. Um, they're coming in every size and shape and color. And a lot of the Atlanteans or Lemurians or Mu, the people of Mu, they all went under the survivors and went into the earth where they were actually cared for by these other beings. And that's in Native America. They talk about how they went under and came back up after the cataclysms. They talk about the ant people and all these other things. And I think ant people represent the people living underground, you know, but there might be more to that because some people say there are actually insects and there are, and there are ant beings, but I haven't met them yet. So I, I, I have to qualify that and say, this is, these are other people's stories. But yeah, there's a lot of beings in there, and they've also preserved a lot of mythological creatures we think don't exist, but they do. Uh, okay, James, have you ever heard of shadow beings or shadow people? If, yeah. if so, where do they come from? Yeah, shadow beings are, they come from the lower and they kind of phase in and out of this dimension. Um, there's a lot of different types of shadow beings. Um, there's some old, you know, the hag, they call it the hag and the the shadow man, or, or they have all different stories, the hat man, you know, these these are oldies that have been around forever. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, the, the the negative witches and things like that. That's That's an old, that's been around forever. I'm not saying all witches are negative. It's, there's, you know, it's all about intention. You know, if you do healing spells and trying to help people and are focused on love and joy and bliss, then you're on the good side. You know, it's that simple. But, uh, you know, you want to really focus on the creator, not any other deity. But the, uh, um, God, what was that? Oh, the shadow beings. They, there are um, a lot of disfigured, disfigured kind of messed up humans in the lower fourth dimension. There are... Uh, ancestors that crossed over that didn't go anywhere because they had so much fear, guilt, and unworthiness or traumatized so bad when they died, they're stuck and they're just playing out loops. Uh, a lot of the poltergeists are actually children that crossed over that don't know they crossed over and they're, you know, vying for attention. You know, some, you know, some kids, you know, want attention and they don't care if it's negative or what kind of attention they'll, they'll do anything for attention. So they play around a lot. And, uh, a lot of times if you go to burial grounds, you know, or where there was wars and things like that, there's a lot of people still hanging around that are attached or stuck to the land. So some people have just a real strong attachment to the earth and and other people were killed very quickly and violently and didn't have a chance to process what happened. And they're still walking around. 
but and then and then there's your your grays, you know, the gray alliance and the reptilians and some of these other people that are are in the fourth dimension. And so there's a lot going on in the lower fourth dimension. In the mid fourth dimension, there's everyday people that are reincarnating, and uh, you know they're just good people. They're not really awake. In the in the higher dimension, you have guides and teachers in the high fourth dimension. But there's, they still have some cultural religious belief that holds them stuck in the fourth dimension. And when you get out of the fourth dimension, you go into unity consciousness. And, uh, and so uh, um, that's really where we want to get. We want to get, there's no saying you got to go through hell to get to heaven. Well, this uh, heaven is fourth dimension on, um, fifth dimension on up, or even the higher fourth dimension is kind of like heaven. But uh, you really want to get into the fifth dimension and go through that psychic barrier and go all the way up as high as you can go to, you know, hopefully and get to the plane of bliss, which is the seventh dimension. And there's dimensions beyond that, you know, as well. Can you talk about implants? I think I have a couple, one below <laughs> and behind my right ear and the other on my right mid forearm. What, what is the purpose and is it something I should look to have removed? I tell you what's interesting is I, I had an implant behind my ear. The, the, there's still a bump there where it was, and it came out, and it was a crystalline pill. And it looked like it was made out of crystal. And um, I think it was Roger Lear was the one doing the implant stuff. And so I put in a little bag, you know, and I go, oh, I've got it. You know, I'm going to send it to have it analyzed and everything. And then I go the next day, and there's just a little mist mark where it was. It just gone, you know. Um, but I found out it was a good one. It was actually positive. It wasn't negative. And, uh, and then there's these metal shards that people have, which are uh, tied to the grays, you know, the gray Alliance and the Zeta reticuli guys that are doing experiments on people. And those aren't so good. You can either short those out or have them removed. Um, a lot of the negative impacts of the negative ETs can be undone by the benevolent ETs or the higher dimensional beings can undo that. Um, so, uh, you know, it depends on which group you're working with, whether it's a positive or a negative, some are just inert. They're just observing you and using that implant to, uh, to observe. Okay. Are there Sasquatch or Sasquatch like beings on East coast as well? Boy, are this, is there Sasquatch on the East coast? Um, I know a lot of the, like in Florida, they seem to be a little different. There's different types of Sasquatch. You know, some are red. You know, they have long hair and they're red. And I think they're a little more advanced. Um, there's different levels to Sasquatch I've seen. Some are extremely primitive. Others can shape shift or, or they can phase in and out. A lot of police have seen this. Uh, eyewitnesses have seen this. I've seen this myself. I saw one, you know, 50 feet away. And she was really distraught. It's a, it's a long story. I won't go through the whole story, but she was sitting on a log <clears throat> and moaning. And I walked pretty close to her, got up, you know, within 50 feet or so and <clears throat> sat there and kind of had a little telepathic communication and was trying to help her, you know, like, are you hurt? Are you okay? You know, is there anything I can do? And uh, she uh, um, stood up, you know, and looked at me and kind of nodded. She like nodded at me like this and smiled, you know, and said, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Like we don't trust humans, right? Rightly so. Don't blame her. And she walked by in front of me and she she was walking by the sandy wash and she didn't get to the forest. 
and she just phased out right in front of me. And I go, okay. And before that happened, I saw a gold ball flying through the forest, came right by me, went around me and went down this trail. And that's right where she was. So they seem to be able to travel as a light sphere. People will see it either gold or orange, you know, lights around them or, or, and they phase in and out. And I think there's some more primitive ones that are, that are more physical. And, and there's other things out there you kind of want to avoid, you know, like the dog man and things like that. Those, there's just too many witnesses that have seen that thing. And, uh, and I would avoid that at all costs. Um, you know, that, uh, you know, the energy I feel around that is, is, uh, not good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, we keep hearing the best is yet to come with all the death around us. How is it possible for that to happen? I understand we are moving into 5d so much destruction and devastation is happening everywhere. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I tell you, it's really hard to deal with this, especially when you have loved ones and family members and, friends and they're and they're you know participating in their own enslavement and demise but that's part of their lesson you know they all the information was there and denial and ignorance can be deadly in the days to come and it's all playing out so what's happening is is believe it or not all this chaos and just this evil we're seeing and the negative is part of the awakening it's part of the healing it's being all pushed up to the surface so we can see it and deal with it. And there's a lot of people that uh, refuse to look at it. It had to get so ugly for them to actually make a stand and say enough's enough. And uh, and that's the only way they're going to figure it out. Otherwise, they would just stay asleep in their little socially engineered world, which would eventually end up in total enslavement and their own demise. And and that's that's where they want, the other group, the controllers want to take us. And and then the other people are waking up or saying no. And that's why there's massive uprising around the world happening right now, because people are waking up. And, and if people weren't waking up, you wouldn't have those uprisings. So, uh, you know, that we have to realize that that we are moving in, going through a healing, this kind of a healing crisis. But uh, um, the. Uh, oh, we're. Uh, um just got a little message we're not taking callers but uh the uh we're just doing uh the live uh doing pre-recorded uh or pre-written questions from telegram so i want to tell people you know if you have a question um go ahead and uh uh you know put it in telegram we'll put a message out if we're going to do it live and answer questions and just it'll go on telegram and so that's where you can ask and we'll try to answer as many questions as well on telegram so uh, but anyway, the um, where was I? I got lost. Uh, there. What was I talking about? We can go to the next question. I think I answered it. Okay. Uh, what is the state of health of Gaia? How is she doing? Said, you know, people used to say save the whales, and I used to say save the humans because the humans are the ones that are going to take themselves out, and the whales are back. You know. Um, <laughs> You know, I love the Aboriginal thing where they, they kind of talk about the rocks and nature and the mountains and have, they'll always be here. You know, we may not be here, but they're always going to be here and they've seen everything, you know, and nature will endure. You know, she'll 
she has a way of cleansing and cleaning things up. Um, humanity is the one that's that's taken the, the downward spiral, you know, on a on a big level. Um, a lot of it, we have to realize that we're being totally manipulated by uh, a lot of the fear, you know, concerning nature and concerning uh, greenhouse effects and all these other stuff. You know, that the science is in the planet's cooling; it's cooling down. It never was carbon that was driving. Uh, the greenhouse effect that they're talking about, you know, wasn't carbon, you know, 90 something, I think it's like 94, 96% of the, the carbon we're saying is natural. You know, it's, it's like, uh, it's, and humans like, have something like 4% input on that. So the earth is huge, you know, and she has a way of cleansing herself. And, uh, you know, so, but we have to look at the other cycles. There's cosmic cycles, there's sun cycles, the Schumann resonance is off the scale. Uh, all these other things happen. The earth is going through a huge transition. The whole solar system, the whole galaxy is going through this transition. And it's not humans controlling that. I mean, they don't have SUVs on the moon or Mars or any of these other planets. They're going through uh, uh, climate change. You know, climate change is real, you know. Uh, climates are always changing we go into ice ages we go into warming periods and you know that's that's a part of the historical fact you know doing ice core you can see exactly what's going on but anyway the people that are trying to really push this agenda and the carbon credits and everything else are the same people that are creating the mess and so why would you give them money to create more mess i mean it's it's going to these these uh, the global elite all your carbon credits and everything are going to them you know why would you do that you know just clean up your own backyard you know go out and pick up trash you know clean up things and and uh you know become more self-sufficient and uh you know use other clean technologies whenever you can you know if again as i said before if they release this fearless energy technology game over you know we don't need you know we don't even need batteries for these electric cars they're trying to put out so um, we need to realize this you know it's hard for us to understand that not only do we not need fuel uh with these technologies you also don't need tires <laughs> so so it's not just fuelless energy it's anti-gravity and counter-gravity counter-gravity propels things several thousand miles an hour so um you know basically but anyway there's a lot more going on you know um there's uh out there that we're not getting the whole story i mean the controlled narrative has to do with global warming has to do with everything the social media mainstream media all these hypes about you know this is uh uh a yellow alert you know terrorism's right on the now it's a orange alert you know now it's a red alert you know and then uh now we have the variants you know and uh uh, the only, the only thing varying is the news, <laughs> you know, the, the mainstream and social media, um, you know, it's, uh, if you want to end these plagues, get rid of the plague makers, you know, get rid of the creators that create these plagues, you know, it's an end of story, take the money away, you know, you know, the war and disease profiteers are the ones creating all the problems on the planet and those who are willingly participating, you know, with them to for various reasons so you know the bottom line is people don't participate anymore and people don't comply it it has no you know the emperor has no clothes it's got no teeth 
So that's the whole thing is people need to wake up and stand up and and uh, and realize what's been going on for a really long time. I mean, they've been using plagues since the you know since the Anunnaki basically, and this has been ongoing. Uh, but you know, it, it, there's no science behind what the mainstream and social media is pushing right now. There's no science whatsoever. And if you look up, look into the real scientists, the real doctors, those who aren't profit driven, because there's profit driven science and then there's a real science. Look up the real science and you'll see what's really going on. And you'll be shocked that this has been able to go on for so long. Uh, what do non-terrestrials eat while on missions in space? Do they have bathrooms? Are they physical beings? I don't know. One guy was saying they eat Twinkies, but <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it depends on the groups. Um, uh, different groups have different needs. If you're more of a physical being, you you need a bathroom, you need to eat, and things like that. And uh, and they have replicators; they can create whatever they want. So if you're a non-physical being, you you know you don't need to eat. You're pulling from prana. You're pulling from other energies. Uh, you know, it's it's all relative. Uh, a good example is, let's say, let's say I'm sitting here at this table, right? And I'm this third dimensional being. I put my hand on this table. Guess what? This table is vibrating at the same frequency as me, as my body. So this table is as evolved as I am. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a real eye opener, isn't it? But think about this. I can have a third dimensional body here, but I could be pulling from seventh dimensional consciousness or 13th dimensional consciousness. And we all can do that. Even though we have a physical body, we can pull from these higher dimensions. And we are in truth, multidimensional beings existing on a vibrational continuum. So if you realize you're not just a body and a personality, you know, that you're actually a soul and a spirit and there's multidimensions to that soul and spirit and you start connecting with those, that's when you, you know, you're, you have this physical body here, but you're also pulling information and energy from the higher dimensions as well. And we all can do that. We all have that ability. Uh, when, if we move to another dimension, fourth or fifth, I get confused which, will the individual <laughs> get some warning beforehand or will we just move there and lose our memories of 3D? You know, the Bible talks about it comes like a thief in the night. You know, it's just like you never know when it's coming. But uh, as I said before, there are people right now in the physical that are already in the fifth dimension or sixth dimension or fourth dimension in consciousness or whatever. So to them, it's not going to affect them. They're not going to feel that much. All of a sudden, they're, all of a sudden they're going to have more control over their bodies. Their bodies are going to be less dense physical. Um a lot of illnesses, sicknesses are going to disappear. You know, their their genetics are going to change. You know, they're going to have the salamander gene, which can regrow limbs and repair anything. You know, they're going to have telepathy. They're going to have the ability to see backward or forward in the future. They're going to have direct knowing, you know, and uh, and be able to bilocate and things like that. So so that's where we're going. And uh and you'll see little by little, all of a sudden, your telepathy starts increasing. You know who's going to call you. You know what people are thinking and feeling, you know. And then all of a sudden, you're having dreams and visions of your past lives and even future uh, experiences. And then and then the next thing you know, you know, it's like 
your body will have spontaneous healings. And so that's all part of the process, part of the ascension process. Do souls really choose such horrendous experiences as the young abused children have, like SRA and genetic experiments? I can't help but feel that perspective is spiritual bypassing. Yeah, um, to me, what I feel is that whatever that is done in the physical here has extreme repercussions in the non-physical. So um, people go, it doesn't matter because it's not physical. And uh, and to me, it's like, okay, if you, if you have a life of death and destruction uh, and harming others and things like that, um, that's going to really determine your next understanding where you go in your next understanding. And, and so it's really important to realize that is that it's very important what is done here. Um, this is outside of universal law. It's, it needs to be corrected. It needs to be dealt with. And, you know, bottom line, we can't just dis- dismiss it, you know, and, and put a, a spiritual cliche over it and act like it, it'll go away. It, it's not going to go away. And, uh, you know, universal law needs to be enforced in some cases. And sometimes you have to deal with people on their level because they, they're not going to understand, you know, anything else. That's the way they need to experience it. So, um, you know, I agree that is just what you call it. Uh, spiritual bypassing. Yeah, spiritual bypassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we need to take personal responsibility. And and if we see... Uh, you know, things that are out of line with universal law, we need to speak up. We need to hold our leaderships to that as, as well. You know, all leadership, spirit, you know, spiritual, religious, political, it doesn't matter. We need to hold their feet to, to the fire concerning universal law. Would you describe the elven beings, their personality and physical, mm-hmm. where they originated, their purpose on earth at this time and how to connect with them? Well, the elven beings have been around um, forever, ancient times. And a lot of times I call them the, I always say it, the Tuatha de Danan. I'm probably saying it wrong, but um, they've been around forever. I mean, God knows how long they've been around. And uh, I know some of the dark hearts have tried to mess with them and tried to invade their realms and things like that, which didn't work out. You don't mess with them. but. Beautiful beings, the ones that I've met were very, very evolved, very loving, uh, very uh, spiritual, very, um, and there's some that are warriors, you know, that are, have had enough, you know, and they're, they're cleaning up, you know, they're coming from the inner earth and cleaning out a lot of tunnels and a lot of the underground stuff as well. And so it's like, the higher dimensional beings are coming in, the fifth, sixth, seventh, all the way to 13th dimension are pressing in on the earth right now. Uh, universal law is coming with them. It's being pressed in right now. And the other beings are coming from the center. So it's it's like uh, they're sandwiched. The negativity is like sandwich. It's got nowhere to go. The only thing they can do is stop and heal and 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 start making, you know, reparations. So... You know, they have to use their energy and resources towards the awakening healing process and, and ask forgiveness, you know, for what they've done. And that's their only way out, basically. I mean, otherwise they're going to, 
they'll end up somewhere in some other dimension, probably in the lower fourth dimension, where they'll be with other beings of like mind, which is hell. You know, that's where they're going to end up. Maybe a small blurb about narcissistic family members and how to deal. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you know, if you got a narcissist in your family, uh, what I do, I mean, we get them up here a lot of times. And I just, I don't give them any energy whatsoever. I don't even, I don't even have a conversation with them. What's the point? You know, uh, I just isolate them. I isolate myself or I move out of their space and, and uh, let them be with themselves. Worst thing you can do to them is just leave them alone, you know, to stew in their own manifestations. But, uh, uh, you know, one thing about narcissists or anybody like that, or the controllers or anything, the only reason anybody has any power is because you want something from them. So you want their acceptance, their approval, their love, whatever. And they withhold that on purpose to manipulate you. So they've always got you serving them, you know, uh, because you want their love, acceptance and approval. When, <laughs> you know, and when they come up here, they, they don't last very long. You know, they get up and pack up and gone, you know, they, they, they can't handle the frequencies here. So, uh, you know, I think I find it amusing. I think it's funny. I, but I don't get upset about it. You know, and I practice loving detachment and then put all my energies towards my own mission. Basically, you know, that's the best thing to do. Uh, can you please comment on the multitude of crop circles appearing, especially in England? Who is responsible, and what are they communicating to us? You know, there's so many crop circles happening. They're happening around the world, but there's a lot in England because England is the mountaintops of of Atlantis. Uh, when everything went under, it was uh, it's it's what's left, and uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff happening in England. But the uh, the crop circles, a lot of them, they're basically a greeting card. They're greeting cards from higher dimensional beings that are working with this. A lot of it's Arcturian. And they're giving us information about the future, about cycles, about timelines, about technology. Uh, they're showing us ancient symbols, you know, to kick our consciousness in. Uh, there's uh, so many reasons behind the crop circles. Each one's different. And so I can't really pigeonhole that. But uh, the Arcturians are the main ones doing it. And and they, a long time ago, I got in a big heated debate and it was like a one-sided debate because I, I said, as you wish, you know, I didn't want to go there, but there's people that are saying it, it's due to the soil. It's due to magnetics in the soil. It's, it's Gaia communicating. Um, it's the nature spirits and you, you know, and, and I don't disavow they all exist, you know, but, you know, I'm saying that these, most of these are created by the, by the Arcturians and other higher dimensional beings. And, they actually send a little probe down. It's a light sphere. It's been well documented. Even before they got this on film, I was talking about this. And the crop circle is programmed into the sphere. And they usually have one or two spheres and they come down and they just go like this. And then boom, it's there. It's laid out. And it's done with like kind of like a microwave and magnetic energy. But, uh, uh, you know, Basically, that is the source of the crop circles. It's not Doug and Dave. You know, one of them's dead. Probably both are dead now. I don't know. And uh, I wish I had their frequent flyer miles because they're happening all over the world. So it, there are people that faked them, 
you know, and some of them did a pretty good job, but the real ones, all the, the weed or whatever is in there is woven. It's all woven together and there's all kinds of magnetic anomalies and energetics you can feel. And they don't compare, you know, the, the man-made ones don't compare. All right. Any more? Uh, uh, we have I think a- we got one more question and then we got to wrap it up, folks. So, Geraldine would love an update on Earth energies affecting everyone. Okay, Earth, and that's a whole show. But all I can tell you is that these higher dimensional beings are pressing their energy in. Uh, the Schumann resonance is off the scale. The solar activity is off the scale. Um, there's other energies coming in from Cygnus and other places. There's, there's, it's just crazy right now. There's no doubt about it. It's measurable what's happening. And all the chaos and the craziness you're seeing are the people rising up and the dark rising up. And, uh, and so we're seeing that come together, you know, and it has to, and, and, uh, the energies are going to expose the dark hearts for who they are and what they've done. And, and the other people are waking up and saying, we're not going to play this game anymore. And that's what it's doing. And so it's time for us to wake up, get on board, don't comply and follow universal law, basically. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, it's, everything's well underway. And, and sometimes when you see the chaos, know that's part of the healing. It's part of the solution. So anyway, we're out of time, folks. Um, I just want to tell you to keep an open mind, loving heart and pure intent. And, uh, you know, come from the heart and do what you know is right. And uh, and do your research. Research everything, especially before you with, the, you know, yourself or your children, because we are stewards of the land and the children. We need to take care of them. So do your research and they're not at risk at all. So do not go there, period, end of story. Do your research. Don't endanger your children. Anyway, have a great evening. Hate to, hate to end on a, on a note like that, but, you know, got to love those children and take care of them. Good night.